I feel like you've just got, oh, I don't know, you've got like a, mm, yes, don't worry Sally, I'm going to go fuck up the boss because I've, I've got you, I've, I feel like you've just got the, you know, the, <laughs> the really, <laughs> you've got, you got the, you've got the sass. You do. You've got you've got the real kind of. You've got the love. I need to see. Why do I start every episode singing? I don't understand. It's happened every single episode. You've got the sass to help me keep my job. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I'm by your definition the boss, HR representative, <laughs> union do, rep. What do I do? <laughs> what do you do apart from bring bring the charm? I, do, I, I don't even do that. <laughs> I don't even do the charm. I was thinking about podcasts the other day, right? And I was going to mention it to you. Um, podcast seems like, you know, everyone at the moment is like, oh, everyone's all about like their own podcast. Everyone's bringing out their own. And, you know, even the Acast advert is like, oh, um, oh, what is it they say? If you've got something to say, you're already a podcaster. And I'm like, no, it's called an opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Just ask any straight white man <laughs> for their podcast. Oh my god, it I all makes sense now. I have an opinion that I'm right. There you go. That's what every episode would be if that was your demographic. <laughs> I've already, I've already, I, ah, oh, okay, I've worked, I've worked, I've worked out now. But I was thinking about this the other day. Mm. Um, this cable that I spent, side note, this cable that I spent 35 fucking pounds on at Apple is already fucking broken and I've used it once. I'm fuming. Um, anyway, I was thinking, do you remember even before we lived together, there was that Buzz Out Loud podcast that I listened to every goddamn day? And it was that tech podcast. Do you remember? Vaguely. 2006, I think Jeez. that came out. Even earlier than that. And that was once a day, four nerds would sit in a room and talk about the tech news of the day. And it was, it honestly... You know, that that sounds, instead of a podcast, that sounds like the prerequisite to like daily vlogging. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It, it kind Before of... Before that was a thing. Well, because it was a video podcast as well. So I'd like, I think it was, I think it was it's, school. It's, it's the first lot of daily vlogging. Because that literally. became popular and then it burnt out very quickly. But it was like every time there was an announcement, like they'd do this whole segment on how Sony very had been reactive. hacked. Yeah, it was really, yeah. it was really, really good. Hang on. But Buzz out loud. It was done by CNET. And I remember at the time I was like, I want to work for CNET. Me, me, me. <laughs> Look at me. I'm a nerd. I touch keyboards. Yeah, see, there you go. 2005. Five. 2005 was the... Uh, so... Podcasts, I mean, for me anyway, podcasts have been a thing since fucking 2005. That's mental. It's 2022. Jesus. Uh, and now Acast is like, if you've got a voice, you've already a podcaster. And well, I'm like, I mean, for me, it's a case of I've always had sort of you know, a lot of D&D podcasts and other comedy bits that I listen to and stuff. So for me to eventually then start doing this with you, it's like, well, it's taken longer than two and a half years. So if anything, it's kind of expected of me. Yeah, to I be this like, late to the to the game, feel this late to the party, and also <laughs> miss out on miss out on a demographic because you know there are podcasts out there that are actually that do what we do but do it better, basically. No, but, no, no, no. Um, <laughs> on, on that note, um, welcome to episode nine of uh, Done It Again. Uh, yes. Insert plot here. Um, I'm Matt. Uh, I'm Jake. <laughs> um, I did just realise while we were doing that as well. We ha- we never discuss the podcast before we do it like we literally sit down i hit record before jake's even sat down 
um, there's no like, oh, who's going to introduce it? It just always so happens that... And that's why we're better. (laughs) I just, I always just introduce it and, you know, set the scene, never remember the name. If Jake did it, we'll have to try it out with you doing it one of these days and be like, oh, okay, it actually works so much better. I've been promoted. (laughs) I get to do the intro. Been promoted. Yes, that is exactly it. A promotion. You don't get a pay rise, though. Uh, well, you get to keep one month's worth of sponsorship, which equals at the moment. Zero. Well, funny you should say actually, because first, right? Have we been sponsored? No. Ah, oh. <laughs> uh, but seriously, anyone, anyone out there that wants to sling a bit of money our way, you know, even if you're a small business, even if like for a tenner, you just want to promote yourself. I mean, I come across as a shameless corporate shill right now. But he's had hey. he's had literally less than a month in the semi semi private sector, and he's already a corporate slut. That's what it is. <sighs> and you ribbed me for years for being a corporate slut. Yeah, it's 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 got its benefits. Yes, yeah. literal benefits, yeah. as in like contractual benefits. Yeah, private healthcare. <laughs> Do you have private healthcare? I don't actually know. Oh. <laughs> that's always like one of the first things I'm like can I get my teeth done I know that if I was to cycle I could do the bike scheme but it's a long way oh yeah it's a long way it's a long way so yeah, I don't yeah, want yeah. to do that I wonder how long it would actually take on a bike I think I looked it up it's most of the day <laughs> oh yeah okay yeah <laughs> especially me as well being slow super, super slow super slow super slow I don't know what's wrong with the mic today I think I'm just and I'm used to it usually being glued to it here, but I'm feeling a little bit more. It's because I've had, I've had a whole one quarter of a white claw, so I'm feeling. You drop bread. There are other brands available. <laughs> there are other brands of hard seltzer available, but this is just my choice. Thank you, um, Grace and Memory. Um, but like, I keep turning away, and I can't keep turning away. It's you know what? I feel like it, it's kind of like a mirror effect. You're used to watching me just like constantly like. Yeah. On, on a frequency of movement at any given moment. Frequency of movement at any given moment, that works for me. Okay, so we are six minutes in. We still haven't got any closer to actually delivering the content no, we but, work but for. But I, I feel that six minutes, that's, that's a Is good that time for... that respectable dribble-jabber? I mean, I've usually gone off on at least three tangents and at least two rabbit holes. So I, I feel... You keep playing with your fingers. Are you because, having a panic attack? Because my head is still. <laughs> oh, okay. I've mastered the art. My head sits still, <laughs> but the. You know, you know, do you remember the old Mercedes advert where they had the chicken and they'd move oh, around yes. and his head was. Was it a Mercedes advert? I'm sure it was a Mercedes oh, advert. They're does. kind of like. Yeah, yeah. and the, the chicken's chicken head stayed his head just there looking at the chalk line. That's me today. Oh, bless you. Deadpan focus with German precision. <laughs> Deadpan focus. There's the there's the there's, there's the title. <laughs> Hang on, just let me uh, let me note that down for later. Deadpan focus with German precision. Okay, yeah. I think that's unless we get anything better, that's the podcast title. There's still time. There's still time. And on that note, it's time for our first segment, which is Matt introducing what the segments are before <laughs> he introduces the first segment. Fuck. What are the? Yeah, welcome to <laughs> episode nine of uh, Insert Plot here. Uh, we are going to follow our standard format of which dumpster is fire, of <laughs> dumpster actual fire, um, and I'm just waffling on now until I remember the name of this segment, which is "Don't quote me on it." Yeah, uh, it yeah, where Jake uh, quotes a famous movie to me, and I have to guess which movie. Um, my success rate at this 
particular. I think you're 50 50 at the moment. We'll I don't, have to go back on the stats. I feel like it's way less I'm than 50 50. I'm going to generate an Excel spreadsheet that plots a graph on your level of past success. There's a better tool that you, than you could, that you can use for that, but we won't mention it here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't want anyone to find me. Okay. <laughs> so, what quote do you have for so us? So, I've today, I've Jake? gone for for a, a listener suggestion. A listener suggestion. Oh my spi- god! This was this is a change of pace. A listener and suggestion. And from this, I've also got the next three episodes are going to be weird ones because I've, I've I'm shaking oh, it up. No. I'm shaking did it up. Did the suggester? I know who you are. Did he say this when I was in the room? No. No. Okay. Intentionally waited. Um, so this is going to be a change of format. This is still don't quote me on it. All of the variations are still don't quote me on it. Right. However, there are now two points up for grabs rather than just the one. Two points. Double points. Two whole points, which can be redeemed for absolutely fuck all. Yep. Right. Okay, great. Gra- uh, I, I suppose some sort of satisfaction and maybe like a pat on the back and just like a really long moral look superiority. Into your eye and just that slightly squint into the eyes and the nod as in like you did it, bro. I got you bro yeah cool one of those I'm happy with that so don't quote me on it as Point rightly one. suggested is it still one quote it's still one quote but, but it's slightly wrong slightly wrong oh for fuck's sake that makes it that's like a needle in a yeah. haystack inside a different galaxy but I've purposely gone for a quote here that should be easier for the nerds among us which is me you and your plants and the server which i can still hear yeah, humming still in the background taken away <laughs> <laughs> yes anyway. so this one's like you know imagine someone's trying to spout shit about your favorite film and they're like yeah but just don't quote me on it so if someone starts wrong. chatting shit to me about um, and they incorrectly quote okay i've i've also been watching a lot of stuff on dropout and there's a fantastic game show on there called um actually where they quote stuff from games and you interrupt and that's dangerous i know but it's so good so i'm gonna give you an incorrect quote Mm -hmm. and then a point for getting the right quote right and then see if you can get the film from there okay interesting so you need the right quote first so don't quote me on it because I don't know if it's right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Ah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, you know, we're we're evolving. We're getting better. Yeah. And I've left out my attempt of a jingle because I imagine there's at least three other people that I have now infected with tinnitus from my incessive singing. I mean, so I still I'm... feel like that's probably at least why one person. Little joke. Just. Love how you started that with a no, don't, but please do. Okay. Right. So, take more care, mate. That's no little gadget you've got there. Okay, I think I know the film. All right. Uh, oh, God. And I've I purposely put like a, yeah, gazer dough. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, it's not mate. Take Care, mate. It's it's Watch Out or something. Um, that's. I feel like it's from Men in Black. No. Oh, fuck. No. Okay. Okay. No, this is too hard. Have I, have, I this is too I hard. Picked... You should have picked something that was easier. <laughs> Um, I mean, take care, mate. That's not some little that's gadget. Not, that's not a little. That's not a little thingy thing you've got there. Is this from one of your B movies that you watch when Amy's gone to bed? Oh no, <laughs> this isn't Kung Fury, and that's a masterpiece. <laughs> <laughs> I will stand by that, and I will die on that sword <laughs> on that hill. Okay, so tell me a little bit more about the film. I might be able to get it. 
I mean, it might be able to reverse reverse engineer it from there. Okay. Um, early two thousands, right? Was a part of a trilogy. Yes. Uh, what kind of trilogy? Fantasy. Oh, Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Right. So, Lord of the Rings. Quote. Is it? Is it come from someone like Samwise Gamgee? No. I feel like it's, it's a, got that it's Somerset from, charm it's on from it. Aragon. It's from Aragon. Mm. Okay. Oh, he's talking about the sword. He's talking about the sword, isn't he? The glow sprue. Oh, fuck. Oh, hang on, was he? <laughs> oh, no. I've come unraveled. I feel like he... Because they were all complaining about the size of their tiny swords that they got given. And he was like, actually, <laughs> calm down, because yours is pretty sick, mate. Yours is, yours is pretty sick, bro. Yeah, I'm sure it's about the ring. Okay. Yeah, for argument's sake, we'll say that, and I'll just get heat in the comments that no one can add. <laughs> Fuck you! Because I've turned off the comments. Oh, actually, no, I might not have done. Okay, no, it so, is the ring. Yeah. So he's talking about the ring. I should have backed myself. Yeah, you should have trusted your instincts should have there. backed myself. So it's Aragorn talking about the ring. Mm. Is it when they're in the pub? Or like when they've just met Aragorn in the, in the Fellowship of the Ring? It's in the fellowship, but it's it's towards the middle of the film. And he like reaches over to the ring and then like stops himself and he's like, put it away. I'm trying to think of the scene. No, I think the whole rewriting of the quote is too is quite stressful. It's a tough one. Unless it's unless it's a film that unless. I kn- that May- we know. Maybe I should have gone for an easier quote. That's on me. So it was a little more it's caution on... from you. That's we're no trying, trinket. We're you trying carry. our best. <laughs> we're we're trying our best. There's no on anyone. Jesus. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. A little more caution from you. That's no trinket you carry. It's a good concept, but I think it's only going to work if I know the film. I should have just stuck with that quote straight up and I'd have been fine. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I probably wouldn't have even got that. (laughs) (laughs) But I did get the film. I did get the film uh, with only two, what, three clues. Early Mm. 2000s, trilogy and fantasy. Mm. And I got there in the end. Okay, no, but a good one. I like that. And you know... With the quote, we can still repeat on the films. So because you yeah. can, you can kind of go back. I feel like going say, for a more well-known, more well-known uh, quote would have. Okay, okay. Well, that sounds that sounds interesting. Interesting. Plus, it, it's it's about time I included something with Lord of the Rings. It was a matter of time. Yeah, but Lord of the Rings is one of those. I mean, if we'd done a plot about Lord of the Rings. I mean, you can actually really abstract that. You just said it somewhere like in Slough and it's a bunch of chavs trying to rescue them, <laughs> rescue baggy. like a McDonald's chip or something. <laughs> and this is what I keep forgetting with the plot. When it's my, I keep turning my head and I can hear it in my headphones. I'm like, Nee-e-e-e. it's going to be a really surreal. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, yeah. Um, but you can't, I keep forgetting how abstract we need to be with quotes, with the plots. Mm. So like this one tonight is going to be really easy for you to guess because it's, I like this film, and but I know what happens. You know what? Every film is, Matt. It's your favourite. Oh Every favorite film, film is your favourite. So it's one of my favourite films. Um, <laughs> but yes, so this quote tonight, I feel, is going to be pretty easy for you, as I've said multiple times this evening. Are you also trying to sort of like reverse engineer prime me and then be like, ah, gotcha? Kind of, because there are lots of films that could go in the way that this starts. Mm. And, you know, there's there's a very... I think you're going to say, I'm going to get... I got it. And then it'll be like, oh, actually, it might not have Oh, got it's going to be a sneaky one. But then the last three paragraphs is point blank. I've basically just... Like, like I've written it off Wikipedia. But, like, 
doing the whole Lord of the Rings and just thinking forward and doing that, you know, doing it as a bunch of chavs in Slough, mm. trying to rescue like a McDonald's chip or whatever, that would actually work quite well, I think. But, you know, keeping it, it's working out how abstract to keep it. So, yeah. Before it just becomes a Salvador Dali. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Before it comes a melted clock over a tree branch. Um, but yes, so segment two this evening is it's my turn to read a plot. And please forgive me, I did finish writing this about 20 minutes ago. Um, so, yes. Yeehaw. Are you ready? I am. I need to, situ- I need to situate myself. myself so I can in, see. Even though that sounded more like a fart than it did a seatbelt. Oh, please don't fart on the podcast. Okay, are you ready? Mm. Here we go again. We're on a journey, as all of these plots seem to start. This time, though, we're following a band of intrepid explorers. And by intrepid explorers, I mean a band of people who've never met each other before. No, okay. Let's see. Yeah, I see what you mean now. <laughs> Have you got it already? Mm. Have you? I've, I've got... I've got something in mind that's sprung, but that could be... Mm-hmm. Let's, let's see. That, that's literally two sentences in. Let's see. Um, we awake on a boat. Our team have been sailing for a little while. They leave their home country to try and find a, their, a new home. But the team consists of people whose skills and education are useful when they find this new home. But for now, we don't really know what they're aiming for or why they're out here. Could it be America? Could it be Southern Europe? Somewhere in Asia? We don't know. And neither really do they. We don't know if the home is suitable or if even if they're going in the right direction. They just know they've got to get there. Mm. Any ideas? Same First ideas? Idea gone. Oh, yes. First idea's gone. No one really knows why they're here, to be honest. Everyone understands um, they were needed for their particular skills, but no one knows why, what for yet. What we do know is there's someone in charge. Rebecca. Uh, <laughs> hey, Rebecca. I thought it was just going to be like, Melanabas. <laughs> Someone to take responsibility and make important decisions. Our group of explorers are made up of Jane and Michael, who are married. Their passion for what they do shared between two experts. Experts in human civilization. Okay. Have you gone on a little bit of a tangent here? Okay. Okay. Ralph is a biologist and expert in animals. Animals. Sean is an expert in rocks. Our team of explorers are joined by Billy, the team pet. Yeah, I know what this is. <laughs> <laughs> Told you, it's going to be super easy. Yep. Oh yeah, but which one though, Jake? This is the thing. As they continue to get to know each other, the puzzle gets put together piece Thanks by piece. Thanks for the free clue. I think you steered me off the original point. <laughs> uh, their purpose is to work together to start a new group on a deserted island, using their skills to explore the different parts of the world. Everyone agrees this is necessary and will probably be exciting as their sailing ship explores unknown parts of the planet. It turns out the clues to this new island were left in plain sight. You just had to know where to look. As they continue their journey and get closer and closer to the destination, more about this magical island is discovered. It's a hostile environment, but still still somehow supports an ecosystem. That's it. Oh, no. I'm trying to... I I wrote this thinking I was going to be more dramatic, um, but that's it. We can see it in the distance. Our team gather around and watch the island come into view and start (gasps) looking for places to moor. There we go. Sound effects are great. Um, It's an exciting time. No one has been to this part of the world before. It feels feels truly to be a momentous occasion in human history, or what we are led to believe. 
As we get closer to the island, we can see evidence that this might not be the case. We can see some structures, unlike anything our team has ever seen before. This would normally scare off normal people, maybe to go home and regroup and prepare before we go in further. But no, our explorers decide to go further, whatever the case may be. Our team get ready to disembark, safely mooring the ship on the beach within a fair walking distance to the structure in question. They take a walk. Billy in tow, Jane and Michael lead the pack, excited for what they may find on this deserted island. They walk into one of the structures. It's old. Very old. Older than maybe anyone could have even predicted. As they talk about what this structure might, could be and its purpose, the tension starts to rise. Not even light can get in as far as our team now. They are truly alone and starting to get scared. They find a large chamber inside filled with different artefacts by the people who built this place and some writing on the wall. But it's not in English. Definitely not in English. From the look of the artefacts, the builders seem to look like our band of explorers. Jane and Michael get more excited and start to touch and move the artefacts around the room. Ah. Then, catastrophe strikes. Catastrophe is a bit dramatic. Have you lost your? Have you lost it again? I've I've changed like four or five. Oh, ah, okay. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Well, because we're coming towards. We're, well, we're on the second page now. Mm-hmm. Michael touches one of the artifacts on the floor, and in the firelight, sees it's kind of wet. This is strange, seeing as no one been here for what seems like hundreds of years, and there doesn't seem to be any leaks or drips around. The wetness changes, but Michael shrugs it off and continues with his friends. Billy's found something. Most of the team, most of the team decide to check it out, but Ro- but Ralph and Sean stay behind to guard the room, and make sure the rest of the team can find their way back. Some time passes. Rebecca, Jane, Michael, and Billy are exploring the rest of the uh, uh, the rest of the structure when they hear an almighty scream. They rush back to help, but find Sean and Ralph have both been killed by something mysterious, with not much left of their bodies to identify them. Billy barks. He can smell a storm coming. Not knowing enough about the weather on this island, they decide to head back to the boat to wait out the storm and potentially escape if necessary. Our team start bittersweetly celebrating. They've discovered a new island, but they've lost some of their team along the way. After sharing some celebratory champagne, they begin to prepare for the next day. Unfortunately, Michael comes down with a cold during the night. After talking with Jane about the opportunities they may have found for themselves on this island, he decides to go to bed early. Next day, everyone's ready to go, apart from Michael. He seems to have taken a turn for the worse over the night, properly worse. He keels over, tells Jane that he loves her, and he dies. In her anger and frustration, and ultimately his death... Oh no, wait. (laughs) They're completely the wrong words. In her anger and frustration at his untimely death, Jane is knocked unconscious for her own protection. She awakes in bed with her team around her, and explains that she should not be exerting herself in her condition. Uh, How have uh, you not got this yet? Are you no, joking? No, I think I have, but I've kind of just been like... Uh, uh, I'm okay. Uh. okay. I'll give you that one. Right, okay. Are you just... Are you just no, no, <laughs> I, think, I think I'm on the right trail. I'm just flicking around. Okay. Okay, okay. She remains whilst the rest of the group go off and explore. Oh, this is going to give it away. Oh, uh, no, no. Yeah, I, yeah. I've made up my mind. I, I think I'm set at this point. It's clear now that there's always been another purpose to this trip. From the shadows appears John, a very powerful and very old man from our team's original home country. Yep. 
Most of our team, bar Jane, make their way to the structure to explore more, seemingly unfazed by the deaths of nearly half the team. Which always weirded me out about this film. It turns out Rebecca had discovered, with Billy's help, a buried lifeboat in the middle of the structure yep. on the island, and someone was still there. John wakes him up, hoping that he has the secrets to eternal life. This whole journey has been a selfish endeavour to escape death, and John's dismay when he speaks with the mysterious man in the lifeboat, it was a foolish one. John dies, gruesomely. Not long after Rebecca flung, uh, not long after Rebecca is flung away and killed too, Billy gets his head ripped off. <laughs> uh, everyone's dead. The dog, no, not Billy the pooch. Billy the pooch. Wait, where was I? Here we go. Um, with Billy's help, a very, no, 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 John wakes up. Uh, Billy gets his head ripped off. Everyone's dead, and this new man is out for revenge. He goes to push the lifeboat off the shore and sail back to civilization, but Jane is here to save the day. She, after having her own very painful medical issues, which we won't go into because it would definitely give it away more than it has done already, uh, climbs on board the lifeboat and murders our enemy, all whilst carrying the head of Billy. Tentacles. <laughs> Have you got it? Tentacles. Tentacles. Right at the end. Yeah. I started off with this film in mind. You started off thinking. And then it was... I went away to Lost in Space. Oh. Because I thought it was the robot. Oh, shit. And then you didn't make a crack at my haircut looking like the bad guy, so I knew that weren't it. What? I look like. Hang on. No, Gary no, Oldman. But you look like Gary Oldman from The Fifth Element. Isn't not he also from... the bad guy? Yes, he is the bad guy in Lost doesn't in Space, but he doesn't have that hair. That? No, he's got a buzz cut. Does... Oh, he does. Yeah. yeah, okay, yeah, fair enough. So I thought it was that, and then I kind of bounded around inside of the franchise. Of the Alien franchise? Yes. Yeah, okay. And I was ricketing around, and I was... Because when you said, you know, the lead was... Rebecca. 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 I was like, that's definitely Seguini Weenie. Um, and then you mentioned about going to the places where it went and it wasn't. I was like, oh, that was the thing with the, with the eggs. Yes. They then grabs him in the face and then they go back because of the storm. And then obviously the creepy dude who appears because of the whole trip having nefarious reasons, along with the weird machine-based C-section scene oh, where God, she yes. like straps herself in lasers herself open scoops this thing out and then just staple guns herself back together all while she's conscious and then just gets back to it all while she's like conscious. a fucking but champ apparently what i found out the other day obviously this doesn't what um, the other day <laughs> found this out a while back is that c-sections are supposed to be done whilst the person is awake hmm. because my main thing in that movie was like why did she not knock her the self fuck out because right? then she couldn't operate the machinery oh right? clearly <laughs> but like i mean if you're operating the machinery you could just tell it to like is that so they can check your vitals yeah well probably it's all gonna be like 
making sure everything's okay. Like if someone else was doing the operation like on her, like operating the equipment, mm. then she probably would have put herself out. Be like, hi, how's it going? It's like, I'm numb from the chest down and hi. something's being ripped from me. Hi, are you okay? <laughs> what are you here for? A giant hemorrhoid? Yeah. <laughs> the doctor will see you soon. Just looks down at your midriff like, oh my, isn't yeah. that a quite a discomfort? <laughs> oh dear, that looks incredibly painful, dear. <laughs> Of course, we are talking about Prometheus. Prometheus. Indeed. Timeless classic. The intro of kind of music, and then he gobbles the little fucking Kinder Egg of Doom, and then just dissolves and turns into life goop. Oh, yes. Mm. Ah, yes. See, I didn't start with that, because I was like, that would really give it away. Big blue man eats jelly and dies. Just becomes chromosomes. Yeah, but then that's how... I think the point of that is, like, that's how they seeded life on Earth. So he's on Earth, Mm. and he takes the jelly, and then it disintegrates it. Because then halfway through the film, they're like... I don't think we were ready for this jelly. Literally, they're not ready for this jelly. Well, they were, because we became... We came from the jelly. From the jello. There was that scene where they're like, oh... He's us. Like mm. they do the genetic comparison just after they make the head move, which I left out. Um, but I think that scene at the beginning was him seeding life on Earth. Yeah, because that was is... to do with the cave drawings that yeah. they found right at the start. Oh, squeaky chair. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, it's it was it was a weird one that film. Mm. Considering you kind of get to the end and you feel like you've been through the motions, but you're still left kind of sat there. Just thinking. Thinking like, oh, oh my, <laughs> that's Espe- a lot. Especially if you haven't watched the other Alien films, because I hadn't watched the other films. Mm. Well, not all of them anyway. I'd seen like one and two, I think. Yeah. But like setting up and then you were like, oh my God, that sets it up perfectly because, you know, the way the ship lands looks exactly like it was when Sigweenie Weenie found it in the first, you know. Um, but, and then... The director. Who was the director? Someone. It was someone famous. <laughs> I can't fucking remember. Hang on. <laughs> it wasn't Spiely B. No. Um. Twenty twelve. Ridley Scott. Ridley Scott. Of course it was the original. Yes, of course it was Ridley Scott. Was Ridley Scott. Um. And he was like, oh, actually, no, this isn't a direct prequel that was to it, Alien. Michael Fassbender was robot guy. Yes. Numi. Numi. Numi was um, Jane. Guy Pierce. Idris Elba. Yes, he was the captain. Yep. Who. Um, and Charlie Theron. Charlie Theron. She was the old dude's assistant, wasn't she? No, she was the daughter. Mm. She was his daughter. Now, uh, Logan Marshall something who looks a lot like, uh, who played the Cray twins, Venom. He looks like Tom Hardy. Who just does? with the pointier chin. The guy who played the dude that gets it in the eye. No, he doesn't. He looks, if you, yeah. If you narrower. squint, he's too thin. That's why I said narrow. Tom Hardy's got more chin. beef on him. And then Sean Harris, who always looks like he's had a bad day. Yes, 
It's weird because I went to school with a guy named Sean Harris. Didn't look like that. Didn't look. Wasn't that Sean mm. Harris? No, it was it's, a Sean ha- Sean Harris that painted nut- Emma's house. Huh? <laughs> ah, yeah, <laughs> weird one. Yeah, he was the the nut job guy that was trigger happy, weren't he? Who ends up getting these? He was the one who likes me. rocks. Yeah, because and uh, verbatim, he likes rocks. In I the like film, rocks. he's like, I like rocks. That was the me. only English that one was as me well. In college, it's the only English one as <laughs> I well. I like rocks. I like rocks. <laughs> Oh, did you do? Did you do some? Did I have you, an A level in geology. Did you touch rocks for a living? I did. Well, not for a living. Oh, gross! Come a little squeeze. A little squeeze. A little squeezy rock. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I've, I was. <laughs> my entire education has been around electrons, so I can't really talk. I like to try and squeeze the electrons, even though you can't. <laughs> squeeze them um but no anyway back to prometheus don't know that was a bit of a tangent um i did think that film was beautiful but again it did uh, it asked it asked more questions than it answered and most of those questions actually didn't get answered in covenant no because it just kind of it, you know what it was it was like the rogue one to the star wars it plugged the gap and that was it still haven't seen Oh, you you know how I bash Disney. Like, it's my favourite thing to do. But Rogue One was actually worthwhile. Was it? Yeah. Uh, any of the... Ne- and I'm going to get a lot of hate from one Feel very specific person when I say this. Why are they letting Star Wars go on for so long? Mandalorian? I couldn't get into it. You, you see this. You see, I'm... I'm for The money teat. Yeah, the money yes. cow. For the, for the audio listeners, I am milking the money cow. Oh, what's that? Why am I doing it sideways? Oh, the money cow. It's dying, but it's still squeezing out the good stuff. And they can't be making that much money off it anymore. Of course they can. Do you think? Well, you literally bitched about the fact that they've done another Top Gun film. That's fair. Okay, and that's fine. Raking it. Right. Throw my own logic in my face. That's fine. That's, yeah, I will. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. But I mean, they must be making enough money to afford Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen back for mm. the... Obi Wan series. Why the fuck are they doing this? Honestly, it's the same reason that Marvel are now going through the back catalogue. It's how can we keep it going? And I have, I've got mixed opinions in this one because I've got a lot of respect for anything to do with TV and film that knows when to call it. So, I mean, I won't give. I thought it was a sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> just yawning I don't I don't know like without giving spoilers away we all know that Stranger Things is on a limited time don't touch time. it it's <laughs> but it's on a limited time oh yeah because they've said that season 5 is going to be the last one but that's it but that's what I quite like about Netflix is they're not scared to cancel shows most but, of the time I the hate it the problem is because the problem that you've got is Santa Clarita diet Oh Just yeah, chop. you cancel the wrong ones. You cancel the wrong ones, like or they won't give. So they'll, they'll give something a series and then go chop. Not enough interest. Final yeah. space never got to actually finish off the story. I mean, there was other budget cuts and other things going on behind the scenes there, but they didn't give it time. If you think about sort of pilot in the first season of Community, yeah, yeah, a little bit slow to start with, but then became this massive cult following. Okay, we got a sixth season, but we don't talk about that because. It, it, it was done for the fans. We didn't get the movie. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I kind of, 
I've got a lot of respect for when things are right. We've 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 had a good run with this. This is it. I know the fans want more. Maybe we'll come back and revisit things in twenty years' time, like Top yeah. Gun has, or they might do side bits. But then this is where you start to then delve into the issue that we've just mentioned of when you dive into that spear off this that continuation you then end up creating this massive network or universe of media like i love star wars but christ i can't keep up it's the same thing i had with marvel it almost with so many series it's series burnout and because it just keeps bringing in the money yeah, it almost it. it almost gets to a point where it's inconsumable. The whole point of creating this media is to make it consumable. And I can't remember who I was talking to about this. I was talking to, because Disney Plus have got the Marvel Universe laid out quite nicely in terms of Phase hmm. 1, Phase 2, Phase 3. Started watching Phase 1 again because I fucking love Iron Man. So like, and there are like four or five films in Phase, phase 1. Yeah. And that's it. And it's super simple. And there's no overlap between the two because each people, each person has their individual stories. It's not until phase, what, three? They start to then, you have to watch um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. You have to watch one of the TV pro. You ha- Before you can go and see the film in the cinema, you have to go and buy the subscription to a streaming service hmm. to watch the TV Which is owned show. by the same franchise. Hmm. Boom. And it's, again, brings back to the whole money cow thing, but you're they're creating this network of media which is inconsumable and i feel like star trek is star trek is another one that's going down that route as well because paramount are ruining it by introducing this additional streaming program and then but what they're doing is they're taking everything off of all of the other streaming programs and putting it straight on there yeah so and i for one massive star trek fan but am i going to pay for another streaming service to enjoy the new series absolutely probably eventually (laughs) but i'm going to cling on cling on to my ability to watch it via other means as Mm. much as I can because the reason I ditched television and got streaming services was because it was too expensive Mm. now I've got four or five different streaming services that that I'm paying for that are costing me more than Sky would have cost if I'd just gone and got Sky yeah and it's and there's always this, uh, and it's like this with technology too. There's like this rubber band effect of between centralization and decentralization, hmm. and we go from centralized to decentralized. Or oh, it's like a cycle. Yeah. We go from, if you think about computers, the first computers were just terminals that would connect to a central server, and then we got personal computers that would be their own computers that you could use without the internet. Now, what we're going to, I can't even play our games on my iPhones anymore hmm. without iPhones, iPhone. I can't play games on my phone anymore without being connected to the internet. So we're going back to that set. And it's the same with this media consumption. We're creating this network, this web Mm. of stuff where you will get stuck in if you like a particular thing. And I I get for some people that digging that kind of stuff, you know, that that obviously ticks the box for some people. They like the nuance and the fact and they like going to yeah i've seen this this and this and therefore it all makes sense and it all clicks together for some people i mean just for me it that it doesn't it doesn't tick that box because i feel like i'm constantly going to miss out or not be up to date and i'm just going to turn into the boomer-esque approach to oh there's too much out there and i can't keep up because i work for a living but maybe this is us getting old Mm. maybe this maybe that is what our parents went through when we were kids we've got to start getting mad at the kids yes we've got to start getting (laughs) mad at the kids mad at the government mad at being poor and all of this jazz but the one exception to the marvel rule and Mm. i think there's one exception there's always one exception there's always like a big film the doctor strange film i enjoyed it but you know it's 
the latest one enjoyable but a little bit wacky yeah, the but one I like re- that I like the wacky which brings me on to my next point which is the new Thor film don't say anything because I've not oh I haven't seen it either but the trailer but, for it looks incredible you it's, it's, bet your sweet ass I'm going to be straight down that cinema watching that film because it's got that it's just wacky it it's wacky and that's because of Taika Waititi I feel like it's actually an, an like an anagram that he's just said out loud. <laughs> well, it's actually M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. For, for me, I don't know. Maybe it's because I have a bias. And if it was any other company other than Disney, I'd be like, oh, look, they're doing a good thing. Um, <laughs> but I just, I just feel like they're constantly just taking a dump on stuff. And by, by going through the, the process of making all of these... So you just really, really hate Walt? Is that what you're saying to me? You really hate Walt? It's like Apple. I don't hate Steve Jobs. I just hate the thing it's become because of... Like... Shit. Over... Okay. I mean, the throwaway culture. Throwaway culture? Yeah. Why do you need a new watch every year? Uh, I don't. Just because they release one every year doesn't mean you need to buy one every year. But does it happen? It happens with every technology manufacturer. Yes, but, and I've you've heard me rattle on since Gen 3, spend two years developing a good watch that will last five years rather than spending a year to develop a watch that lasts a year. I was about to say what's on your wrist and you're not wearing it today. No, I left it indoors. <laughs> <laughs> Just to make a point now, happy Just friends. to make a point. And, you know, the first generation, because, you know, we had the first generation Apple Watch and your problem was with the whole... It got yeah, to generation last three. We like five software. years, and they did a generation two literally the next year. Well, they do, they they do a generation every year anyway. But my issue around it is software updates. With the with the Apple Watch one, they had basically kept all the good features for two and three, and they had effectively pushed the first Apple Watch to the ground. But that was yeah. you know it was it was it was, all, it was effectively a beta product. It was the first product of like you, and they did the same thing with the iPhone when they when they brought out the first iPhone. It didn't get things like the App Store or things like that for years, if at all. And you know, it wasn't till the three G and the three GS came out that it was yeah, like. But that's when they pulled the move of when it came out. It didn't have Bluetooth, and all of a sudden, like the next one did, and then they did an up. But they did a software update, and all of a sudden, all of these things that didn't have Bluetooth magically happened. It's like you put the hardware in, but you didn't take the time to develop the software to go with it. Yeah, but you know, I I, I understand your point, but you know, there's a lot of te- technology manufacturers out there that do that, like those car manufacturers. Because they're trying I to think... keep up with this pace that we've now set. Yeah, and there's car manufacturers do it as well. Like I think there's, I think there's, Vo- there's Volkswagen or Volvo out there. Hmm. The pay to have heated seats option is literally just to put buttons in. So yep. I've seen videos of them taking the blank plates off and putting a button in, and it works. Yeah, and it's like almost paying for licensing. We're Be- going to give you the product by the license. It's that underhand tactic that that sets me off. Welcome to software sales. Yep. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's a big thing. Um, but yeah, come in full swing back around. Full swing, got a, got alien. A, yeah. <laughs> I hate, I hate franchises, and when they drag it out, but I love Alien. No, that's yeah, but that's because the, it's like the, a the, mid-level the, franchise. It, it, <laughs> it's it's only cool because only a small amount of people like it. No, it's because the the the, the original set of it was. Here's this fantastic idea. We're gonna set the pace for a really dark, moody sci-fi film. 
and it's going to have weird aliens and blood and guts. And then they just kept going. Yeah. And they kept going without any, without any like intention as well. Like they kept going without any frigging lighting. By the time it got around to like Alien Six or wherever it was, you couldn't actually see the film. It was just, you it just was heard. Just... It was and just three hours like, of a black screen. Ah, I'm dying, and that was it. Three hours of a black screen and Sigourney Weaver breathing heavily in the background, and then just flamethrower. But that did come it. Back with the flame but that did it for most of the nerds in the eighties. Eighties, yeah, no, but they but they kept going. Yeah. Well, no, they had a break. Alien, it was only four Alien versus aliens. Predator. Oh yeah, but there's a different. And then there was like Aliens Resurrection. <laughs> yeah, but they're all like different. They I couldn't remember count. the name of it. But that's Matrix. No. <laughs> yes. Oh, which I watched the other day. What the first one? No, the new one. Resurrection. Oh, I I can't bring myself to do it. It was a fucking whirlwind. A absolute fucking whirlwind. But was it a good whirlwind or a bad whirlwind? I enjoyed it. Um. You say that with an upward infliction. Yeah, I it was good. It was okay. Are you are you answering my question or are you asking me a question? I think with the the, the original Matrix film, like Matrix Revolution, re- ro, ro, ro. rewind. Um, Matrix was it Resolution or Revolution? Something like that. Revelations. Was it Revelations? Why could why is my bread? It's been no, a it's long revolution. day. No, it's not revolution. It's Matrix Revolution. No, and it's, it's Matrix not. Reloaded. It's not revolution. I don't. Th- oh, it's revolution. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Great. Well done, Matthew. Um, well, the thing is with Matrix Revolutions is they tied things off in this nice little pretty glittery bow, and that was it. Done. We didn't need anything for another twenty fucking goddamn years. And then we needed the war on Zion. <laughs> I'm not giving you any spoilers because you need to watch the film. Um, but you, you know, there's. A lot of there's a lot of reach in terms of like the first the first three Matrix films were reaching heavily in terms of story anyway, but this one is like really pulling at the threads. That's that's questionable in the laws of physics, let alone like the realms of our imagination. It's mm. it's a little bit it's a little bit out there. Calm down. Mm. Um, but yeah, it was a good film though. Yeah, it. I don't think I'd recommend it to someone who's a really big fan of the old Matrix movies. Mm. Um, because, you know, I'm talking about, like, the really big fans who had, like, the Samsung phone that went bloop bloop when it, like, yeah. you know. This I is coming very, this is very much across the argument case of I wouldn't go out and buy that particular car, but if I won it in a raffle, I'd keep it. Oh, yeah. If it was on, I'd watch it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But, yeah. If it was on, I'd watch it. And, you know, for con- for continuity's perspective, if you are a fan of The Matrix, then I would recommend watching it. Mm. But, you know, it's it wasn't it wasn't massively impressive in terms of concept or in terms of story. And it was a little bit fluffy, but it worked. And they couldn't get Lawrence Fishburne back. No, they couldn't. Oh, and the solution for that problem was very strange. I've heard. Have you? Okay. Yeah. We'll take that offline, we'll, we'll shall leave, we? Yeah, we'll, yes. we'll leave that one. Okay. Um, on that note, um, I'm sorry my writing skills. Sorry about this squeaky chair as well. I need a new chair. Um, sorry so if we about were sponsored the... by some sort of chair company. If we were sponsored by somewhere that would allow me to get a proper studio space with some soundproofing and etc. etc. and cetera... Oh fuck! It's been a long day. Maybe this is et why we're not sponsored. <laughs> this is why we're not sponsored because it's absolutely... we got to tighten up those uh, loose edges. Tighten up all the edges, mate. All yeah. of those fucking edges. Um, 
sorry my writing skills weren't better this week, but you know, you did well yeah. on the quote. Hurrah. It needs it needs a bit of tuning. Let's come back to the but idea. I have an even like... zany idea next oh, week. For fuck's sake. I've had I've had an idea. On that note, it's time to cock out. Thank you very much for listening. We'll catch you next time. Goodbye. Adios. Oh, fuck you. <laughs>